Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the Fly the W670 podcast. It's episode 61. It's season two. Crowley, great job with uh, Gabe Ramirez. And uh, let's get into the uh, roster moves, talk a little preview with the uh, White Sox coming to Wrigley and a little bit about the standings. You're talking standings. As I said earlier, unfortunately, the Cubs won two of three, but they lost a game because Milwaukee's on a four game streak. Couldn't take uh, the White Sox could not take one from the Brewers, even though they had plenty of opportunities. So Milwaukee's 65 and 54. The Cubs are three and a half games back at 61 and 57. Cincinnati at 61 and 58. Uh, Pittsburgh 53 and 64. And St. Louis still in the basement at 52 and 66. But when we take a look at the wild card standings, the Cubs, if the season ended today, would be on the outside. Uh, they are half a game back of the Miami Marlins, who made an epic comeback against yeah, the Yankees unbelievable. today. Yep. Uh, frustrating that they did it, but uh, you know Philadelphia is leading the wild card with, but they've lost two in a row. So this is how, like I said, it's going to be. But one thing I want you to take a look at at the wild card teams: when you look at the Cubs, they're six and four in their last ten. Cincinnati, two and eight. So they're clearly struggling. Arizona, one for nine. They were on an awful, abysmal oh, losing streak. Yeah. And now take a look. San Diego's kind of coming into the picture a little bit. They're five games back. But but again, if you take two or three of these series, I'm gonna it's gonna be fine. Yep, it will be fine. Keep winning series. That's what it's all about. And now we've got some good news on Marcus Stroman. Looks like he might be able to pitch on Wednesday against the against the White Sox at Wrigley. Yeah, he pitched a 50-pitch bullpen session in Toronto. David Ross says he is on track to make that start. He said, quote, all signs point to he'll be ready Wednesday. I'm pretty optimistic. Things pop up. Things can happen in between now and then, but the bullpen went good. So that's that. Brad Boxberger will pitch in an Arizona Complex League game on Monday, so that's competitive. He's going to be pitching to a batter in a game situation. <laughs> it's it's much more controlled. But if you could get a healthy box burger back, I mean, there's still time that he could be valuable to this team. Uh, Nick Birdie joining up with the I Cubs for a triple A rehab assignment. He had the appendicitis. So, you know, box is the one I keep kind of looking at. And, and I don't know if we got to see what he really can do, but if he can come back healthy, boy, would that be a big uh, boon for the Cubs bullpen? Yeah, I know they were very high on him coming out. And uh, since we might have some meaningful games going on against the uh, Cubs and Brewers, his old team, let's see if he could get uh, involved in some of that. All right, your favorite, Crowley, an even-numbered series, two games with the White Sox to uh, satisfy us Tuesday and Wednesday this week. 
I will be going Tuesday night, so that'll be exciting. But the last time the Cubs faced the White Sox, they took both games at the cell. Kyle Hendricks took on Michael Kopech in game one. Dansby Swanson had two home runs. Uh, Chris Morell and Nico Homer both homered. And uh, you remember Sam Suzuki robbed you on Mankata of a grand yeah, the slam. Grand slam. Yep. Mm-hmm. So the Cubs won this one four to three. Game two looked bad for the Cubs. Marcus Stroman against Lance Lynn. Stroman was rocked for seven runs in 3.1 innings. Cubs round seven, two, but they stormed back for six runs in the fifth, took an eight to seven lead. They're going to go on to win this one 10 to seven. Horner and Happy had two hits and drove in two runs. But Dustin, that game, that, that game that they came back, they're down seven, two, they come back and they win it. That changed the direction for both franchises. Shortly after the game, the White Sox began selling off that night. That's right. They traded uh, Lucas Giolito and Reynaldo Lopez. Uh, Rick Hahn would go on to trade Lance Lynn, Joe Kelly, Kendall Graveman, and Jake Berger. They're all traded. And for the Cubs, that White Sox series happened between uh, two series with the Cardinals. And it was during that week that Jed Hoyer in the front office made the decision to be buyers instead of sellers. So going into that White Sox series last, uh, last time, Jed didn't know if he was going to keep this team together, add or or sell off, and and that per, the performance, the comeback, say a Suzuki rob, say a Suzuki robbing, Moncada of the grand slam, and then they went to St. Louis and had a phenomenal series. Talkman with a game saving catch, uh, you know, at the end of the game in the ninth inning, and and the decision was made to, to roll with this team, and so that that's going to be really important now. The White Sox are currently in fourth in the AL Central, the worst division in baseball, with a record of 47 and 72. They are 14.5 games back in Minnesota. They just got swept, like I said, by the Milwaukee Brewers and four or six in their last 10 games. They had the Brewers all the time. I think in all three games, if I if I, I remember one was an extra inning game, one they were up two nothing in the seventh inning, but the Brewers were never scared of the White Sox. They knew they would take it, and they sure did. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. So, um, it just this series, though, I just, I, I, it's still missing something, right? It just doesn't have the juice that I that I so desire when these two teams get together. I hate these midweek night games. You don't, you're not, you don't. Whoever wins the the Wintrust Cup doesn't do it for you. No, no, doesn't crawl. <laughs> does not, does not, does not at all. No. I mean, I, I think the White Sox are such a bad team and such a bad story, but. You know, we've talked about this before of trying to make this a more meaningful series somehow and not having like these two games, just one winner take all three game series um, would probably be better. But I I doubt they're going to want to get rid of that traditional rivalry. But, you know, other than that, you're going to need both teams to be good, I think, to get people fired up. Yep. Both teams need to be good. You're no doubt about that to get people to get people fired up. Not not it's not it's let's put it this way, Crowley. It's definitely not what it used to be. Okay. There's no, no doubt no. about that. It's not, it's not what it used to be. So we've got the uh, off day on Monday, then Tuesday, we've got the first game and then Kyle Hendricks is going to go for the Cubs. Yep. That will be the game that I am at. I am super excited because, you know, I, I know oh, it's not the same as it used to be, but I still like a good old Cubs white Sox matchup to go there. And I can wear my 2000 or 2007 shirt of uh, Barrett hitting Prasinski that says who said the Cubs can't hit. that's a classic Dustin that that doesn't go out of style but when we talk about the professor uh, the professor is four and six with a 396 ERA Uh, you're looking at his last three starts against the Mets he went five innings gave up two earned runs had an awful start we talked about the Braves are his boogeyman he went four innings in that one gave up six hits or eight hits seven earned runs 
but against St. Louis, who he does really well against, he went seven innings pitch and gave up two earned runs. So two out of his last three starts were really good. It's just that one start in the middle was just awful. Yeah, and Tuki Toussaint's no great shakes. He gives up a lot of runs. He he can you can touch him with some home runs. Uh, yeah, Tuki as well. Tuki, right. And Toussaint was DFA'd on June 17th by the Guardians. So the White Sox signed him on June 20th. And with Lynn and Giolito now gone, they, they got some room in the bullpen. Now, here's the thing about Toussaint, like you said, he gives up home runs. He is a guy whose stuff is electric, but he doesn't have control of it. And that's the problem, is that you you know. You look at the numbers, he's one and five with a 427 ERA. In his last start against the Yankees, he went five innings, gave up four earned runs on six hits, right? Not a big deal. It sounds all right. Nine strikeouts, pretty impressive, but then six walks. So this guy barely ever makes it out of the fifth inning because he strikes out a ton of guys and he walks a guy, walks a lot of guys. So if you can be patient, you can get, you know, you can put this guy a lot of traffic on the bases here. Against Texas, he went 5.1 innings, gave up five hits, four earned runs, nine strikeouts, four walks. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus now against Cleveland, he went five innings, gave up three hits, only four strikeouts and one walk. But like I said, he's a guy whose stuff is really electric. But if you can be patient and, and, and take your pitches, you, you can get traffic on there and you can get him out of the game quickly. That's the plan. Game two, it does say TBD, but all signs point to Marcus Stroman taking on Clevenger. Yeah, TBD, it's going to be Marcus Stroman, 10-8 and eight with a 385 ERA. It's going to be exciting to have Marcus back. Uh, obviously the last that the last month that he was just really struggling in July, uh, it's his, his, his last start before going on the IL, he went three innings and gave up six earned runs on nine hits against the white Sox. We talked about that 3.1 innings, gave up seven earned runs on nine hits. And then against St. Louis, he only went 3.2 innings, gave up four earned runs on seven hits. Uh, but, but he's been struggling. So it'll be good to see what Marcus can, can bring back. And, and hopefully he looks like he did, in April, May, and June, more than he did in July. Absolutely. Yep. Let's let's hope that. And Clevenger's been pretty good lately for the Sox. Yeah. So when you talk all about, things considered, <laughs> when you talk about Clevenger, when I was talking to Gabe Ramirez in the second segment, you know, it really is. He's become he's been one of the most consistent guys out of the Cubs, out of this White Sox rotation. Now, uh, he did get injured, and so he was gone for a little bit. Uh, June 16th, he was placed on the 15-day IL. And then he came back activated on July 29th. So in his last three starts, when we're looking at Clevenger against the Yankees, he went six innings pitch, gave up only one earned run. He struck out six and walked three. 
So good start there against Cleveland. He went five innings, gave up three earned runs, eight hits. Uh, and then he had another start against Cleveland right before that, where he went five innings, gave up two hits and zero earned runs. The, t- the key, Dustin, really in this two-game series is not letting any of these pitchers go deep, these starting pitchers, because the bullpen has been so – it has completely been traded away, completely decimated by injury. That's awful, yeah. Uh, that, that you – if you can get into that bullpen, you can do damage. You know, you obviously – you lost Liam Hendricks. You know, he's gone in there. You lost Joe Kelly. You know, he's not there. So a lot of these guys that they had that they used, uh, you know, Reynald, uh, Joe Kelly, Kendall Graveman, uh, the guy that was Middleton who went to New York, yep. a lot of their key bullpen pieces are gone. So don't let either of these guys have their way with you because you can, you can do damage that bullpen. Nobody really kind of knows what their role is. They're trying out all sorts of new guys. It's a mess. It's a mess. All right. The hots and the knots. Let's go. All righty. So for your Chicago Cubs, we got some hot players on here. We got Nico Horner who's nine for his last 23 with the home run and an RBI slashing 391, 462, 555. Seiya Suzuki, is he fixed? Looks pretty good so far. Six for 16 with one home run and three RBI slashing 375, 412, 750. And we just got to include Cody Bellinger, even though he's slightly, he's not, uh, he's not hitting 500 anymore, but he's still eight for 22 with two home runs and six RBIs. Slashing 364, 391, but his slug is up to 662. So that is looking mighty nice. Mighty nice indeed. Dansby Swanson, uh, unfortunately, on the knot, but I, he's been okay. He, he's I, he's gotten know, I, hits in situations that have been good, but one of the hits he got, you know, I think that led to some runs were unearned. Uh, that was Ian Hap's hit that, that allowed him, but he's three for his last 22. He has one home run and five RBI. So that is helping. But seven strikeouts, Dustin, to one walk. That he's, number's still got to improve. Yep. Striking out too much. Yep. He's slashing 136, 174, 318. Uh, Ian Happ, we talked about last show, still batting third. He's three for his last 24 with no home runs, no RBIs, slashing 125, 160, 125. I don't know what they're going to do, Dustin. They just keep putting him out there, and 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 we I'm were amazed. Thinking- I, I I'm shocked that he did not get a day off during this, and he's bat- he batted third the whole time, and he didn't get a day off in three days up against Toronto. Shocked, no, absolutely shocked by that. So we'll see what happens. Christopher Morel, two for his last twenty-one with a home run. Yeah, but he was so RBIs. clutch on Saturday, Crowley. He had that clutch hit on Saturday. Had the clutch hit, but he's slashing point oh nine five two forty two eighty six. But that double sure did help the Cubs take the series. All right. Over on the White Sox side, they actually have somebody that's hot. Um, Let me dig. How about Andrew Vaughn? Eight for his last 24 with a home run, three RBI, slashing 333, 333, 458. Yoan Moncada, seven for his last 22 with a home run and three RBIs, slashing 318, 400, and 591. So watch out for Vaughn and Moncada. All right. Tim Anderson still struggling. Tim Anderson, two for his last 14, zero home runs, two RBIs. The guy is slashing a paltry 143-284-143. You know, you kind of wonder, same thing we're talking about with uh, Ian Happ. Uh, you know, why, why is Tim Anderson always at the top of the lineup? You know what I mean? 
No, I, I don't get it. It's like they're afraid of him. Like the, it's like in his contract that he cast a bat in a certain, you know, one or two every night. I just, I don't understand it at all. Right, and, then, right. and then their big ticket guy, Andrew Benatendi, who's like the most nondescript baseball player out there. <laughs> Three for his last 25. Uh, he's slashing 120, 146, 160. So, you know, when you, when you look at these guys, you always know that Eloy Jimenez wants to play really well against him, but in general, when you look at the names that they got here and how they're performing, whether it's Yasmani Grandal, Trace Thompson, I mean, they just got, they just reacquired him. Elvis Andrus, you know, Elvis is still in the building. He's okay. But, you know, it's a team that's struggling. You know what I mean? Absolutely. All right. Let's predict it, Crowley. I'll go first. I say the Cubs take both of these games. I have no pressure, no doubt that they're going to take these two games. The White Sox don't scare me at all. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, I am going, I'm a little worried about, I don't know. I'm going to go with the split. I think it's going to be a split. I think the white Sox are going to try. They're going to do this one for pride. Uh, they're going to try to split it. I, I I'm worried that one of these guys, either Tukey or Clevenger, I don't know which one, but I think one of these guys scares me that they may go like seven or eight. All right. Not liking, not liking your pessimism there, Crowley. Not <laughs> liking that pessimistic attitude at all. All right, so Crowley sees a split. I see a sweep. That's a wrap. Don't forget to listen, download, review, and subscribe to the Fly the W podcast. Follow us on the socials, Fly the W on Facebook, Instagram. You can also email us, flythew670 at gmail.com. And you can watch us on YouTube by subscribing to the 670 The Score YouTube channel. Crowley, enjoy what's left of your Sunday. Have a... Uh, Good back to work week for you as your summer is uh, almost over. Yeah, but I will be still at Wrigley. So I hope some of you join me. We have a beer and we can both chant, Go Cubs! Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.